I want you to turn with me, please, to the 90th Psalm, uh, just for a moment. Psalm number 90. I didn't know what time I would have tonight, and I didn't know how many would be taking part in the meeting. But about four o'clock, the Lord shot this uh, scripture into my heart. And I want you to gaze upon it just as the Lord showed it to me in the twelfth verse of the 90th Psalm. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Now I want you to I want you to lift your eyes off the Christmas scene just for a moment. The last number of meetings here we have been dealing with that aspect of God's truth. But I want you to just think as we come to a close of this evening and surely soon to the close of another year. I want you to think on this text, teach us to number or to count or to prepare our days. For that's what the text means. Now you ask yourself and I ask myself this evening, Why would we be exhorted to number and count and watch and prepare our days? And the first answer I would give to you is this. Because of the fewness, the fewness of our days. Now you young people in the meeting gathered tonight, may say that text is appropriate for you, the preacher, and older people, and even younger people. But you never think like that young person. Never you think like that. Don't you think that you're so young that you cannot die? Don't you think that you're so young that you shouldn't consider your life and eternity and the days that you have? Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day will bring forth. And maybe God shot this into my mind at four o'clock for you, some young person tonight. Your days may be few. Don't take anything for granted. The first man to die in the scripture was a young man. And his name was Abel. Well, you say this is awful preaching on a Christmas evening. My friends, this is reality. Abel didn't know that morning when he went out to tend to his flocks and count his sheep that others would carry him in to his mother's house. 
Remember Jesus said about the rich farmer, thou fool. You see, the text tells us to be wise. Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of you. Let us count our days. Let us consider our days. Because our days may be few. But not only because of the fewness of days, because of the fierceness of the days. We're living in fierce days. Paul in 2 Timothy says, In the last days perilous times shall come. That word perilous is only used in one other place and it's used for the demonics. And it says that they couldn't pass by them because they were exceedingly fierce. People were afraid to go anywhere near them. That's the same word. And we're living in exceedingly fierce days. And that's cascading at an awesome rate. And I don't have to tell you that. You just know yourself that these days are evil and wicked. And God only knows if God doesn't revive us again, what's going to happen in 2020. There's a whole lot of men on the city streets tonight of our nation. By the new year, they'll not be there. They'll be taken with drink or drugs. And it would do them well to consider. Although the devil will blind them and not allow them to consider the end. So many will be taken with suicide and drugs, and drink, and murder, and manslaughter, and accidents, and carnies. Oh, I say, we're in fierce days. So that's reality, my friend, and why we need to prepare and count and watch every step, for there's but a step between me and death. But the last thing is this. We need to number and count our days because of their fewness, because of their fierceness, because they're fleeting. We sing that hymn sometime, fleeting days will soon be past, and the die will soon be cast. Be in time. If I needed any authority for preaching this message tonight, I got it from both testimonies. For in both testimonies, the text that I'm going to say to you now came very clearly to them. Behold, now is the accepted time. Come now, let us reason together. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. And both Gertie and Ewan spoke about almost or maybe missing it. And that they knew that this was the time. You see, the Bible says time is short. No matter how long it is, I was last week over with Richard Shaw and he's in his 107th year. 
And I said to him, Dick, you know, of course, that a day in the sight of the Lord is as a thousand years. And you're a hundred and seven years coming is nothing in the sight of God. He says, I know that. Time is short. Time is sure. No man can stop it. No man can turn it back. You'd love to go back maybe in time last year, the year after, but you can't do that. What we need to do, and I speak to the Christians and the believers, what we need to do as we go over the threshold from the end of this year into the next, we need to go over with pure, unadulterated faith in God. Believe God. No turning back. Pushing on towards into the battle for God, for it will soon be over. Time is short and time is sure. And time is set. Solomon says there's a time to be born. And there's a time to die. There's a time to laugh and there's a time to cry. Now is the accepted time, and for you, someone in this meeting, or listening to me by other means tonight, listen, now, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they're red as crimson, they shall be as wool. Now, my spirit, no, that's right, my spirit shall not always strive with man. There's a time... There's a time to be born. There's a time to be born again. He must be born again. Don't leave this meeting tonight. Don't turn away from the Lord tonight, but come to him. Because in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. See, we were on this morning about the fullness of time. God's timing's always perfect. <laughs> Glory to his name. He's always spot on. And he has a time for you. And this time may be tonight. Time for you backslider to come back. Time for you sinner to be saved. Time for you, saint, to go round the foundations and step out for God and victory and power. There's a time. But in due time, Christ died on that old cross at Calvary. Stripped naked, crowned with thorns, whipped and bludgeoned and scourged for my sins. Oh, bless his lovely name. Bless his name tonight. Christ died for us and Christ died for me. Will you come to him tonight? Will you seek him as your saviour tonight? Will you take Gertie and you and save you tonight? Let us pray. Lord, we thank you tonight. For these young people, we thank you for them singing or playing for us. We thank you, Lord, for 
each one of them, for Miriam, for Harrison, for Harry. We thank you, Lord, for you, and we thank you, Lord, for Gertie. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in lives. And for all of us here tonight, Lord, you know where we are and where we stand. And, oh God, we pray as we fellowship together that you will minister to us, continue to minister to us. For Jesus' sake, amen.